Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other hosts, Brennan McCullough and Mark Choi. How are you guys doing? I'm good, man. Good uh, to hear? Uh, no. Uh-oh. What? Back to the original <laughs> I mean, intros. things, stuff. I think you've, this, you've said this verbatim. I <laughs> mean, it's the same. Nothing fucking ever changes. Ooh, well, I actually have been playing a new game, so that's something to look forward to, but I go. guess we could start with Mark. Okay. Uh, yeah. I started <laughs> Far Cry 4 yesterday. Ooh, that's there interesting. Yeah, it's actually real. I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the of Far Cry 3. Far Cry 2, not so much. I think that was like, there's a lot of potential with Far Cry 2, as we've seen, actually, with 3 and 4. But, um... Something really cool about Far Cry 4. I uh, beat the game in nine minutes. Oh, you did that ending? Yeah. What? Well, yeah. So the game's been out long enough that I can just say it because yeah, it's, I, I don't yeah. feel bad. So in the beginning of, of the game, you start off on a bus. In, I think you're in India. I, and uh, you're going to spread your mom's ashes in her the location that she requested you spread her ashes when she dies. Uh, but it's kind of through like this very, uh, terrorist heavy part of India. It's a lot of militants and stuff. Um, so your bus gets hijacked by this insane warlord dude who apparently knew your mom. So he kills everyone on the bus and makes you come back to his like palace with him. And he's being really nice to just you. And the guy you're traveling with, he, like, takes him and starts torturing him. But he's, like, not doing anything to you. And he's, like, wait right here. I'll be right back. A- and he leaves. And if you just sit there and actually don't go and do the game for nine minutes, he'll actually just come back. And then you just go hang out with him and the game ends. And the credits roll. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's like a little hidden Easter egg. You can so you can finish the game and, like... So fast. I did it just, just by because, being patient and yeah, like just, waiting for this guy. Yeah, you're at a dinner table and he's he, he like he's like, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. And obviously, like you're going to leave and go like continue the mission and stuff. But if you don't, if you actually listen to him, you can just finish the game. <laughs> That's doing exactly what you're told. Yeah. Wow. I know. And, and so the, the funny thing is how many people don't listen to that guy? I mean, games are kind of built to force you not to like every game yeah you know half-life the what the aliens i forget what they're called but they tell you like oh stay right here and we'll like come back or something and most of the time you don't and your character's supposed to run off so like gamers are inherently programmed to disobey authority figures in games especially after you see what this guy does to people he like yeah like seconds before he stabbed the guy in the back with a fork and like took him away to get electrocuted well how the hell does he know your mom Cause you're, uh, spoilers. uh, No, I mean, it's, it's within the first like 10 minutes of the game, but like he had a like romantic interest in your mom, but you're not his son. Like your dad was a, so it's called like the golden path is this like rebel group that your dad was a big part of that your mom married him, but she also had like feelings for this guy too. So I don't know too much about it yet. I'm sure I'll figure out more. When you really play the game, <laughs> yeah, no, and and then I like actually started playing it for real, and it's so much fun, dude. I love it. It's such dude, a good game. That's cool. Do you think you'll end up getting around to Primal? Nope, nope. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, no, that I don't know what happened with that man. There was so much potential with Primal, and it just bombed, dude. Because they, first of all, I mean, the one thing everyone knows, the map's the same reskin of Far Cry Four. Yeah, they didn't even change a thing about it, except like they made it in like well wasn't BC a, era wasn't a good deal far cry 4 reskin from far cry 3 um not even to not to that scale no not to, well not to that scale no but like even probably. still they use a lot of the same assets i think uh, yeah probably i think i think the story in 4 is so compelling that people tend to forget that but if you look at primal the story's the story from what i've heard i haven't played it but i heard the story is not that in depth because you're like cavemen so that's what i mean i have no idea how like i know i agree with you people were excited for primal i don't know how like what you're a caveman you survive <laughs> that's it like what 
what else is there? Yeah, at least you like, tame a bunch of animals. Like. At least Horizon Zero Dawn is like you're a caveman, but there's futuristic shit that you're discovering, and you can like hack the animals and stuff. Like I don't know, they make cavemans look cool. Well, Zero, like, Zero Dawn's not even like caveman; it's kind of like established villages and stuff. So there's like a degree of civilization there. Oh, I guess it like, collapsed. Yeah. Whereas Primal is literally just like smash rock on you know stick, create fire, and then you know go from there. Yeah. No, you're totally right. I, don't know, I was never excited for it. Then again, I've never played any of the Far Cry, so. Yeah, I actually haven't either. It's funny you bring up this franchise I never really got into. But overall, uh, you you do say you're enjoying 4? Yeah, I'm going to finish it. Okay, Probably cool. very fast, too. 3 is, three is amazing. Uh, f- 2, I have a couple hours in. It was not my <laughs> cup of tea. The most, I think the one gameplay mechanic that made me not want to even finish the game is that your guns can just get jammed for some reason like they thought that'd be a cool feature to add <laughs> like your oh. gun getting jammed while you're in the middle of combat oh man gamers will really appreciate just us fucking them over like randomly for yeah reasons. how and can we complete- make it more realistic <laughs> it's like that's but if you think about it it's not even realistic <laughs> i know it's like more of a, just a nuisance yeah it's like the gun jams like once every Every three times you use it. It was so bad. Oh, and you get sick, too. You get, like, malaria. <laughs> and you have to constantly, like, inject stuff in yourself to not let the disease take over. It was so annoying. There was all these dumb little handicaps like wow. that. Which is why I didn't finish two. Like, I, and I probably never will. That's understandable. Yeah, I... I'm assuming then you'll never touch the first one. And it looks like there was like a Wii game called Far Cry Vengeance. I wonder what that one's like. Yeah, Hmm. definitely not going to play that. (laughs) Makes sense. Well, there's what? uh, Blood Dragon, which I think was the DLC. For for three, yeah. For three, which I've heard is kind of like its own game entirely because it's so different and just over the top. Yeah, it looks totally different, actually, like just stylistically and everything. Yeah, and then I think the guy, some of the developers of Blood Dragon teamed up with some of the developers of, like, Trial Fusion, the, like, you know, 2D sort of side-scrolling mountain bike like game where you just try and get over obstacle courses. They teamed up with that, so it was, like, tri- Blood Dragon Trials or something, and apparently that was just complete shit. Like, apparently it's just awful in all regards. So, I don't know what the hell they were doing there. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Far Cry... I've been playing a lot of um, older games on my Raspberry Pi emulator station. Um, been really going hard at uh, the old F Zero for Super Nintendo, so like the first oh, one. Good luck. I am I am so good at that game, dude. I've beaten that game on every difficulty. Holy Jeez. shit! Yeah, and when you beat it on hard, you unlock a level called Master, and the oh my god, they're so aggressive. It is. I beat it once when I was like. 12 and it's one of my greatest accomplishments (laughs) yeah um and then also i have all the atari 2600 games ever made no boy and wow talk about dated oh yeah (laughs) oh my god dude there's a game that is so old and bad it's a bmx game (laughs) it's i guess there's dots on the screen (laughs) like almost like, your character is one color, and he's, like, an outline of a biker. And I guess they're... In th- at the time, my, my only theory is that there just wasn't enough memory to tell you how to play the game. So, for a while, my character was just sitting in the center of the ramp, and I couldn't pedal. I could Like, I was pressing every button. Turns out you have to pump left and right while alternating between A and B. <laughs> it, <Wait>. and And <laughs> if you, like... So you hit, like, left A, right B, left A, right B, and it's so confused. It's like rubbing your head and patting your stomach at the same time. That yeah. is extremely what it sounds like. Wow. And it's it's awful. If you mess up that sequence once, you can't, like, you just, like, you lose every bit of momentum you had. I I, I played that game for, like, 30 seconds. And then it I moved on. It sounds like cloth. It was so bad. <laughs> it was like it was like quap, except some people paid for it back in the day, <laughs> which is pretty sad. Yikes. Um. Yeah, I, it's just crazy, dude. I love this. I'm just going through all these old retro games I've never heard of, and I'm just playing them, and it's just so much fun. And I spent like thirteen dollars to do this. Yeah, that is yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, other than that, have I been playing anything else? I, I don't think I have. 
Yeah, not not really. Okay, that's fair. Uh, how about you, Bren? Kind of same old stuff. Uh, yeah, I really haven't been playing much lately. Um, I haven't touched Last Remnant since last episode. I talked about it. Oh man, I I mean, I don't know. I just haven't since I don't care about the story. I'm not like running to go back to it. Yeah, but I'm also, you know, like I said a thousand times before, I'm trying to cut back on games I'm playing. Um, a bit Overwatch. I'm like 196 or something. So like I'm right at the edge of 200. Oh my god. I fucking hate like I just hate so much getting a crate and like getting legendary. And it's like oh it's fucking money. It's like well awesome. Guess I'm not buying any. I guess I'm just saving up to buy a real legendary skin. Uh, turns out I am super good with Diva. Like, I get like two to three gold medals every single time I play her now. Damn. Yeah, I apparently very good with Diva. <laughs> I'll start maining her. And then uh, Divinity Original Sin, I got a bit further into with my buddy. God damn that that game's tough. I think there's like a story mode where the combat's really easy, but you just do it for the story. Then like normal mode, then hard mode, then like master mode, and we're just doing normal. And you only got two people, but we're getting our ass kicked. So, it's very fun. I, I thoroughly enjoy it, but it's it's confusing at the point where it doesn't hold your hand at all, and it doesn't guide you to stuff. So, we're running on, like, to the next quest or the next part of a quest, and it's two levels above the level we're at. So, it's like, shit, I guess we have to go do the other quest and grind a bit or something. Like, we're just not super sure what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So, what, what the stuff we do actually get around to doing is over our levels and we just get our ass handed to us. It's still super fun. Even though my buddy hates that I, there's so much, inv- there's so much crap in it that I'm in my inventory every five seconds. And my <laughs> buddy hates it. He's like, where are you? I'm just like, I got to manage stuff for like three different characters. You only got one. Stop bitching at me. And I look over and he's being like ganged up on by like three trolls. <laughs> so it's, it's super fun. I still really enjoy it. It's just, Ooh, it's a little like too, um, like not helpful. Do they have like an auto sort for your inventory? That's like almost a must have for me. Not that I know, of, and I really wish they did. Like, yeah, fuck, I hate when games are just not intuitive, and it's like, yeah, you have like this grid system, and you're gonna have to take like a fucking half hour to just sort through. It's like cleaning your room. It's like in game. It's like fuck. Yeah, like, I'm organized stuff. I'm like, here's the items that might potentially be used for a quest, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know because I wasn't reading the text. Here's the stuff that is higher level gear than I have, and I'll just equip it when I get to that level. And I have, like, stuff, like, I'm level 4 now. I have stuff up to, like, level 10. So I'm just, that's just going to be taking up space in my bag for a while. It's like, here's all the consumable stuff that I could use to heal. Here's all my scrolls that I use to power up and stuff. Like, And there's just so much stuff. But a cool thing is you can steal, like, chest and book bags, so you can have those in your inventory, which then have their own inventory. So you can have, like, five book bags in your inventory that you can hold other stuff in. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, that kind of so makes up for it. It's helpful, but there, there is a weight limit. Like, you can only carry so much as your strength allows. Ah, uh, sure. Like a burden. Yeah. So if you have a high strength, you can actually pick up, like, oil barrels and then set them in front of enemies and then light them all on fire if you're quick enough and strong enough. So you can get really creative with it. It's real fun. But, okay. Uh, I think the I saw people streaming the Divinity Two Original Sin, the next one, and it's in early access. It's only like uh, I want to say maybe about ten hours or so, or maybe you get to level ten, maybe depending on how long it takes you. Mm-hmm. But I'd say a good fifteen hours, maybe worth of content right now. So I don't know if when the next stuff comes out, you would get it. Or if you like pay for it now, you would get the whole game when it finally comes out. But I would definitely hold off on it from now. Yeah, it does doesn't look like enough for forty five dollars. Okay, that's a good uh, little bit of advice if you're kind of on edge, listener. Yeah, I I have it on like my wish list. Like I'll keep an eye on it, but as of right now, I'm, there's so much of the first one I haven't even gotten to yet. Okay, I have no plans on playing it. Nice. Uh, what else? I watched a new anime, and I burnt through it all in the weekend. Oh, really? You, you finished that already, man? Oh, yeah. It was like 25 episodes. What's this? Shiro Bako, I think it's how it's pronounced. Okay. And it's a Moe anime about cute little girls making an anime about cute little girls. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. It's, it's like Inception. <laughs> <laughs> anime an Inception. An- yeah, it's an anime about the anime industry. And it starts off like... 
the intro and stuff leads you to believe it's about five main characters. It's really just about one, and then the other four are like recurring sub characters with a good deal of frequency, but they're definitely not the main characters. Uh, it's just it's cute. It gives you a look into the production side of things. I very much enjoy it, but that might be because I'm biased, and I hope to actually get into animation production someday. Uh, but it's very nice. It's very cute. It's adorable. Uh, I think all 25 episodes are out, and I think that's it. I don't think they plan on doing a third season. But, yeah, it's good to see a good anime for all how much shit I go through. <laughs> no, I yeah. know the feeling. Um, I'm still keeping my eyes and ears out for the second season of Fooly Cooly now that that's all been, like, teased at. Yeah. <sighs> I I mean, I'm not the biggest fan. I enjoyed Fooly Cooly, but I, I am would the be skeptical. <laughs> I, I would just I was... be skeptical of... Like, I don't think the whole team's come back, so I don't think it's going to have the same... Magic. Yeah. Flair. Yeah, Yeah, I know what you mean. Fully Clay was weird for me. Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, I was like, all right, that was all right. And then I thought about it for a while, kind of read more on it, and then I watched it again. And then I got into the soundtrack, and then I started really, really liking it, and then I watched it again. It was one. It was like a slow progression for me. That's understandable. It was kind of for me. Like I didn't watch that much anime to begin with, and this is one of those that it was so unique. It was so easy to like digest as far as like what six episodes, and yeah. uh, just like and each one was just had the ultimate climax. It felt like every episode you were like building up tor- towards this m- like moment of just like all everything just goes crazy. And like, that's what I adored about that show. And there's just some crazy feels. And in general, just super insane, zany, uh, comedy. I, I love that show. There's so much like when you rewatch it, you'll see things that you didn't like pick up on the first time. And that's like amazing that they can jam that much content into something so small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what I wonder. Maybe like if they do a second season, are they going to do a longer season? Like, is it going to be like the standard 12 episodes or 25 episodes? And it's kind of like Star Wars. Like, the first three, they were working with certain constraints. They didn't have as much funding, and they didn't have as big of a cast. That's why um, uh, Han Solo, uh, Harrison Ford, was kind of like a breakout star of that, because right before that, he was a carpenter working on George Lucas's house. Like, so they kind of just had random people, and that's kind of what made it great. And then the next three came out, and they had all the funding in the world, and everything was CGI, and it sucked. So I like having difficulties and challenges kind of force, um, you know, that force people to be creative. Like I just read that the Deadpool movie, you know, the one scene where he forgets his Hello Kitty backpack that's full of guns and explosives and like he forgets it in the taxi. That's apparently because they were planning a big action scene with Deadpool and then the last minute they got their funding cut. So they had to think of a way to work around them not having that scene anymore. Okay. Even though they already filmed like some of that. So Yeah, it's interesting you said like what if they do have more of a budget and like do like a full like twenty five episodes. I personally wouldn't want that. If they do really intend to make this like a sequel, I would hope that they'd keep it kind of short to like another six episodes. That's that would be ideal and have it be equally impactful. But like it's all wishful thinking. Like I understand why you're skeptical, but in general, this the content of the show makes me have faith. But I'm just still, I'm not sure how to feel until I see it. In general, the first season could stand alone as like a perfect title. So I'm happy with that. But moving forward, I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, I just, it's very rare that something has a sequel years later, like with no intention of it. And then that that sequel is equally good or better. Yeah, good point. Usually it's worse. But I remember always seeing it on Toonami late at night and just catching a random episode here and there. And I was like, man, I only saw like six episodes of this show. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And then when that's I that's the point. Guys, yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, it turns out I watched all of it and I still don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, no, I mean, I've watched it numerous occasions front to back. And like, I, there is some like understanding to the craziness. Like, there is a meaning to the madness, but like overall, it is supposed to be more mad than meaningful. It's definitely mad. Yeah, that was- that's why I love it. Uh, while we're on the topic of anime real quick sure they've confirmed season two of one punch man oh yeah you were excited about that i'm super excited about it i'm i am furious at my friends i will not name names who have not finished the first season yet though because it's so fucking good i don't know how you can watch one episode and not binge it all yeah one punch one punch i'm gonna blow out the listeners ears um (laughs) it's 
amazing. I hear the dubbing isn't as good, but I haven't actually watched any of it yet. I know they're in the process of doing it, or the first few episodes have come out. Um, but yeah, and Mob Psycho 100's actually, I think the last episode of the season's out today, which I'm going to watch. That's That got real good. It starts off a little slow, but it's from the same uh, author. Cool. So, both recommend those. God, second season's going to be amazing. Nice. Well, I guess I, I guess I could talk about what I've been playing. Uh, basically, finishing up Deus Ex. I, when I last streamed on Thursday, I, I kind of left... If anyone was tuning in, I think I did have like three or four viewers. Like, if they were tuning in, I feel bad because I kind of left them hanging. But it was like I had to go. It was like really Cut late days. at night. And it was... I, I swear to God, I must be like on the verge of beating the game because I feel like all this shit was building up to this final boss fight. I'm not 100% positive if I like go in and play it and beat him if there's more to the game or not, but I feel like this is it. So I'm really like nervous. I actually probably am going to stream the end of that tomorrow, which by the time you guys hear this will already have happened, but you can check out our videos on Twitch. But in general, the game is so fucking good. I'm having so much fun, but the the final mission is so ridiculously challenging that I found myself like quick saving like every like I'd like take five steps like kill a guy and like quick fucking quick save and be like all right like that's one less person that i have to worry about because like it's like if you mess up anything in this like final like mission uh it kind of like boosts you to the end like for instance like it'll like say uh, it'll trigger a cutscene, and i'm like fuck i didn't want that to happen yet i want to actually like complete this mission before this cutscene triggers so i was like fighting that like t- so much it was actually a giant pain in the ass but i was able to pull off and get what i wanted it actually led to a whole nother cutscene, which i was like very grateful that i was capable of seeing but it's stupid to talk about this without spoiling anything but overall it's an awesome game i highly recommend it i don't want to spoil it that's how good it is so and i'm just about to finish it so i hope that by the next time we record i can say i really enjoyed the ending but as of right now i think i'm about to beat it um but the the exciting thing is I got around to playing a new game, which uh, has been taking up a little bit of my time lately, but it's uh, the sequel to the game Grow Home. Uh, I remember I was playing that like way early in the podcast on my PC. They made a sequel called Grow Up, and it's another Ubisoft like game with the main character, Bud the Robot, who's... I remember in the first game, I think you you're, you fell off your spaceship and you had to grow your, your plant all the way up to your spaceship, and it was basically about getting home to your planet. And mm-hmm. now you're on your your spaceship and you hit like an asteroid field and now all of a sudden your spaceship's like demolished and the world is, I'd say at least like five or six times bigger than the one you were previously on. It's so much more advanced because they added a lot of new mechanics. So for instance, like Bud, typically I remember in the first one, you'd, you could unlock this ability to like glide through the air using certain leaves. Well, they kind of cut out the leave aspect of it and basically made it so you can have various abilities so you can use a parachute so as you're falling through the sky you can use like this kind of parachute thing to slow you down you have this glider thing which makes it really easy to like kind of use gravity to your advantage to uh sword long distances and then you also can turn into a ball now which is totally new which you can like if you're a ball you can kind of hold down the x button and charge up your speed and it'll like kind of pinball you in one direction so i haven't really used that and to my advantage just yet but it's just really interesting that they're throwing that out there so all in all i'm really enjoying the new version of grow up it's just a, a very fun casual game uh it's just like jumping into the old one i'm growing the plants and trying to get uh all the spaceship parts back together so t- i think the spaceship's called mom so you're trying to rebuild your mom weird yeah neat so, yeah, I'm having fun with that. I think uh, if, like I said, listeners, if I'm not streaming Deus Ex, I'll be streaming that. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Sorry, I was distracted because there's just more and more news of just gigantic fuck-ups in the technology world and the video game world. Oh, well, here's one. Uh, So, I don't have Gamer Game ready for us, but this, like, kind of... I saw this on Facebook and it was like in my recommended Facebook games, which A, I don't play Facebook games. So I was just like, that's dumb. Why is it recommending me, recommending me anything? And the interesting thing is though, I saw the icon for it and I look at it. I'm like, Oh, that's the slither.io icon. So I'm like slither.io has a Facebook game. So I click on it and no, lo and behold, someone just stole the art asset 
of the Slither.io art, and it's this game called Dangerous Snake. And it's got like half a million players on Facebook. But and the weird thing is the game's called Dangerous Snake, but then when you go to play the game, it's called Snake Trouble. So I'm like, you don't even know the name of your own game. And then it looks like absolute crap. Like the funny thing about this page is like the 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 profile picture is the stolen art. The cover art is looks like something the guy actually drew because it's a piece of shit. And then the game looks like absolute garbage. But then again, half a million people are playing it. I don't know about that because I can't. The link you provided, I can't get shit. It's like, apparently in arcade beta. I don't know what that's all about. I don't know. The whole page is like blank. And then if I refresh, it says sorry, unavailable. So I don't know. Maybe they're catching them and maybe they're shutting them down already oh. as we speak well they should <laughs> yeah. but so but the funny thing about that is it led me to think like oh i'm sure there's like lots of like games that have had like stolen art in them and i was just curious so i did oh, like, yeah. a, a quick google search and like some of the most notable ones obviously being like contra and stuff like that back in those days like everyone was ripping off rambo and like if you look at the contra cover and some pictures of rambo it's like pretty blatant but no the one that that really caught my attention was this one called the howling threes echoes and here i'll like send you a picture of this because it's absolutely ridiculous and the other is the game is called literally the game is called shit <laughs> and the, well and the at fun, least they're honest with it. i know and the thing is like i wish it was a game or no game category to ask you guys if you thought there was a game named shit but apparently there really was and in 1988 uh this this company eurosoft made this game called shit and it looks it looks awful, but the the game art for that was stolen. Like the the cover of that is quite literally the exact cover of the Howling Three Echoes. And I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, I know. Early on, there's a lot of stolen stuff, but that's because it was a whole new medium, and people really weren't sure how to do it or how to handle it. Hell, there's still so many backwards ass laws about it. But uh, I know, especially with mobile games and like Facebook games and social media games, it's just the new wave of that. People are constantly just copy making clones and i think there's one called digimon go for your phones and it's a picture of like a discolored bulbasaur like and it's a blatant pokemon go ripoff so it's just as prevalent as always but now it's just in the lesser game medium instead of the big triple a titles that we're used to yeah but then you like some of the pictures you sent there's one that's kind of a copy of Metal Gear Rising, like a picture from Metal Gear Rising. Yeah, and that anime. Yeah, and it, that's when it starts begging the question, is this blatantly stealing, or is this an homage to it? Like, See, that, and I would consider an homage. 90% of that article is homages, not necessarily yeah. stolen art, which is what I was looking for, more of the stolen art, which the one I pointed out pretty that's much bl- is. <laughs> no, that's blatant steal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's unabashed. We just took it and put a redder filter over it. Yeah, and your name, I mean, the name of your game is shit, and you're stealing art. Like, you guys are off to a good start. Oh, yeah. But then there's, like, <laughs> some lower where it's just, like, a, you know, guy with a crew cut pointing a gun towards the camera. It's like, congrats, that's literally every game to cover. Exactly. The whole uh, true crime LA, it was like, I was yeah. thinking to myself, any movie, everyone's had a picture of someone pointing a gun at the camera like oh i was actually talking i was actually talking about the one above it but that just proves that it's the exact same that's hilarious yep the only difference is the actual person there but it's the same pose and everything exactly so i don't know i just thought that was interesting and kind of worth bringing up but maybe not um one more thing that definitely is i kind of almost i saw this a couple weeks ago but i i still think we should talk about it real briefly stephen hawking just issued a a warning basically to people searching for alien lives and he's basically the analogy that sums up the article is do you remember what happened when columbus and the native americans met it didn't end very well and he's saying that the alien life we may seek might be exponentially more technologically advanced than we are so if they come and find a civilization that's or like a humankind that's just not nearly as intelligent as they are, they could easily take advantage of us or just, like, take our resources? Most likely would be... Yeah, I I don't think it's even a chance. I think it was basically a fact. The fact that they could even make it here at all just instantly makes it so they're that far advanced. advanced. And realistically, they would be looking for resources anyway. Exactly. Well, that's the... Okay, well, this is why I bring it up. Because it kind of, like, put me on, like, the rabbit hole of thinking. And I was thinking, 
humans don't really think about it this way, but that's the destiny of humankind, no matter how we slice it, like, it's provided we make it that long. Okay, so we know that our sun is exponentially growing and going to consume the, our Earth. So that's just a given. So eventually our resources are going to be gone and we're going to need to find another habitable planet. Sure, it's billions of years from now, but given the fact that let's say there's a chance that humans live that long and we're still trying to figure shit out, we're going to be far from Earth and on our own planet, on our own uh spaceships trying to find another habitable planet. Hopefully we'd have found one by then. But the crazy thought there is all of our science fiction is based off of, oh, these aliens out in space on their big motherships, abducting people and traveling through space, looking for other planets as resources. Like, that's what we are going to be, like, no matter what. Like, and it's just crazy to me to think that we're either a civilization that's one of the first in the universe that's going to be doing that, or it's been happening since, like, it, the universe is so big that there's probably already millions of uh, more technologically advanced civilizations than we are. But it's just crazy to think maybe just maybe in the time frame of the universe, maybe we're the first. I mean, it's possible, but that's also just that spore. I know I seem to be bringing it up a lot lately, but that's the idea of, you know, developing your species going from planet to planet, gathering resources. And in turn, you find other species who then evolve to space travel. And then they go to other planet, planet, like, you, know, you can only have so many pl- resources on one planet, and there's I'm sure there's plenty of sci-fi theories or books or ideas out there of us running into an alien species looking for more resources, and it's actually us from the future, but we've evolved so much beyond the, our species that what we no longer recognize. What the fuck? You just like, blew my mind. <laughs> well, that's that's uh, like a long-standing theory of like the greys, the s- typical aliens, uh, greys like you would see in South Park, the big eyes, big heads, rich yeah. skin. That's an idea is that those are actually humans from the future that have evolved beyond our species. That is fucking crazy. I wish I, uh, that's like news to me. I love that theory. And it's just, it's just crazy talk, but in general, I love like just entertaining those ideas. Well, I think they're talking about, uh, Titan, one of the moons of Jupiter, I think. Yep. May hold some sort of alien life on it, but it would be like unrecognizable. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't think to see it as life. So, wait, you know. It'd be more like Final Fantasy is the spirits within. <laughs> God damn it. No, it, it, like, it wouldn't be like aliens, like with the UFOs and stuff. It would be like microorganisms that are based instead of on carbon life forms like us. It would be on like zinc life forms, like some sort of different mineral or elemental based life forms. That makes sense. Yeah. So like, I'm thinking, I don't, personally, I don't think we're ever going to encounter within our lifetime for sure aliens that'd be like flying through the sky and spaceships and stuff. I think we're going to be finding like germs and shit. Yes. Like I think they found some germs in an, a meteorite one time. It's like technically that's alien life form. It's not exciting alien life forms. I don't know. Oh, that is alien. exciting though to me. I don't know. I'm not sure if they actually found it or if they found like signs of it. I remember some sort of like th- I I also didn't follow up on the story. It might have been. I don't think. Bullshit. I think. I feel like that'd be more. Uh, I don't know. I I don't I don't remember that happening. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, I didn't follow the story too closely, so maybe that was just bullshit on my part. But I, I don't think it's going to be as exciting as people think. Like, oh, we found aliens. It's like, technically, yes. Alien bacteria. So it's like, eh. Yeah, it's not like we're going to find Alderaan or something in a whole population. Yeah, it's not Mass Effect. We're not going to find the secret delight to be travel on Mars. And then we're going to join the Citadel and the alien console. I was also well, I joking because you can't find Alderaan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see. I didn't even register that. <laughs> but what, Mark? Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, so the immediate future, we have a pretty good idea of the planets that are considered even remotely inhabitable. So I think, I mean, like the next step, I know there are already talks of trying to create an atmosphere on Mars just because the, unless we come with some breakthrough on like, quantum physics and and ripping space and time and traveling to other galaxies mm-hmm. in within a human lifetime i think the other yeah, immediate goal is to try and take like mars or something like that and make it so it actually what? can sustain human life uh but i would say uh this is also on top of the news that we're very uh spacey today uh both mentally and topically yes uh but this is also relative to the news of i think 
Obama passed a $9 million uh, act to fund NASA. So NASA's getting government funding again. Good. Okay. And I knew that was going to be probably something uh, they'd bring up during like the debates and like this whole upcoming election. But like, I want NASA to be doing shit again. Like, if we want. Well, they've confirmed a mission to Mars. Like, they're setting it up now. Like, now that they Thank have that God. funding secured. I wasn't sure. I thought I read an article earlier this year that someone said they were going to be the first colonizers of Mars. But I wasn't sure if it was NASA involved or if it was like a SpaceX thing. I mean, they might do a collaborative effort with NASA. But I even besides Mars, Mars, I think, would have the capability of sustaining life, but it has a lot to go through since it's still like a desert and we're just finding traces of water now, non-frozen water. Yeah. There is, I forget the name of it, but there is a planet within four light years of us, like the next galaxy over, that is within the golden zone, which is the like area around the sun that's able to, uh, that is similar to Earth and is able to sustain life to a degree. And I believe they've already found that there's water on it but the problem is it's closer to its sun but the sun is cooler than ours so they're not sure if the radiation affects that planet so like Hmm. it's it's on par with earth i think temperature wise and that there's water and i i don't know if they've confirmed like plant life or not but it's definitely like closer to earth's um you know stats than mars is interesting it's it's only four light years away which only (laughs) only but you know if it's like trying to conceive like it would take us 400 years to save mars or just take a four-year space trip to a planet that's already pretty close to earth like yeah which would you would rather terraform something or just go to another planet that's already terraformed well that's that's another thing that leads me to think like what if there there was no habitable planets that we could find and and humans were basically bound to living on a spacecraft like traveling through space looking for the next habitable place like that would just i feel like yeah talk about becoming a gray person like or how like uh humans from the future how would fuck with us like being in space for like generations i feel like that would alter our dna almost because we wouldn't be absolutely yeah what the fuck well i mean everything alters our dna to a degree but uh was it the book you were reading the martian no, like the graphic novel, rather. Oh, low. Yes, low. There's that. There's Wally, where everyone's in space looking for another planet. They're all fat. Um, and then even in uh 2001 Space Odyssey, they talk about it briefly, but they're on a space station. That's kind of like you. It's an international space station, so there's like the Chinese, the Russians, us, uh, and I think two other countries that all work on it. Like it's you know every country. Yeah. And there's one scientist briefly in the book. They don't really talk about it in the movie at all. But in the book, they mention where it's like, oh, here's my daughter. And she comes flying out and she's like four feet tall, but she's only like four years old. And it's because in space, there's less gravity. So it wasn't pulling down on her bones. So they were able to grow longer. So she was already taller than a a human born on Earth would be. So, and that, that book was written like 40 years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Sorry for getting super uh, space talk on you, listener. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, we all got high beforehand. Oh, we totally. Like talking about space. Do you want to play... Speaking of well, getting high, do you have a conversation game we want to play or no? No, but there was a few things I want to bring up. Okay, go for uh, it. Back when I was saying people just fucking stuff up. Uh, in the tech industry, rather, or inter- uh, internet industry, rather, uh, Yahoo had... The biggest hack of all time, apparently. Oh, yeah, with, I did hear about this. Over, like, 500 million credentials stolen from their databases. Glad I never had a Yahoo account. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about this is this happened a really long time ago, and they kept it under wraps, and it yeah. just now came out, which is kind of disturbing if you think about it. I think they were trying to fix it, and then after a certain point, there's like, there's no way we can fix this. It's like, well, I guess we got to come clean now. How long ago did it happen then? Like 2011 or something. What? Yeah. And it's it's five years later that it's like in the mainstream news. It's something crazy like that. I might, my years might be wrong, but it, but it is a really long time. It's a good, yeah, it's a good amount of time. Wow. So if you have a Yahoo account. Uh, you probably don't notice anything different because it's been so long. You've already been hacked. <laughs> yeah. You've yeah. probably already moved on to a better uh, service provider. Yeah, well, honestly, like, who does use Yahoo? I don't know. I, I, my I grandparents. Use it, I use it for burner emails. That's go. I still got my uh, a- AOL, like, AIM email <laughs> from back, like, middle school. That's, how, my, like, tr- that's my trash spam email. How do you even log into that? That blows my mind. 
I used the same password since I was like in middle school, and I was like, I should change this. I know, but is AOL.com like a thing? Jesus Christ. I mean, oh, yeah. it's still around. I, it's not I still good, have an AOL still... email. I oh don't ever God. use it, but I have one. Yeah. It's not good, but that's why I use it from like my trash email account. So if I want to like sign up for junk stuff, it's like, you might win a gold PS4 if you sign up with TacoBell.FartBop. It's like, I'll use this one instead of my like actual work one. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, speaking of uh, fucking up game industry wise, uh, uh, Capcom with Street Fighter Five, they released a uh, update so they can prepare for a future update, which would help prevent cheaters and hackers and stuff who were like abusing the game system. And it's very important for PC. Like it's very important for Street Fighter because it's a big competitive esport game, and it's important for PC because people can hack easily on PCs than like on consoles. But this update that they released that was supposed to prep the computer turned out to just be a giant rootkit. Like, just a big old rootkit that left you open the malware. Oh, great. Yeah, so if you have Street Fighter V and you had updates installed automatically, you already got it. And they say they fixed it, but also a good company wouldn't have done this to begin with. So who knows what they mean by fixed. This this game is a fiery train wreck. Oh, it's a nightmare. What? They, oh my god, they pushed this out a, easily, more than a year too early. Yes, it was, I agree. It, it's not finished yet. Like, the fact Still that not. the game came out with currency that you would earn that didn't do anything because that wasn't built out yet, like, that's, that should just be a big red flag, guys, and they pushed it out so the esports scene would be happy, from what I've heard, but this is still I- ridiculous. I understand them trying to make the esports scene happy, but the esports scene would be a lot happier since, like, that's their main demographic, especially for this game. They'd be a lot happier if the game was fucking finished. Like, you're not going to please anyone by releasing a shitty product. So, uh, our one buddy who actually plays a mark, he says the fighting's been as best it's ever been. Like, the yeah. actual fighting has been good. So, it's there's clearly, like, bare bones a good game here. But it seems like everything else besides the fighting is awful and broken. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what Capcom's doing, but over the last, like, I'm going to say, like, six years, they've just done nothing but hurt their reputation by releasing unfinished games too early. Yeah, or just changing every single thing about a franchise that people like. I'm looking at you, Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good oh, call. Man. Yeah, what was it, six was uh, the six, messy one? Six, five was great, because it was, like, basically the same thing as four, except it had multiplayer. Six was so lame. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. and then the next ones that came out were like, okay. It just wasn't the same thing. Uh, and then meh. they got episodic. It became episodic, and that made me even more upset. Oh, everything's becoming episodic now. I feel like that franchise has so many bad offshoot games, too, that I really didn't enjoy. Like I think it was like Operation Raccoon City or something. There was some other like just offshoot game that was just garbage. Mm-hmm. I think most of the offshoot games are garbage. I think that's why when people say, like, oh, I love Resident Evil, like, you'll hear, like, one, t- or I think one is iffy, but, like, two. Well, the remake one is, of one. One is the best. Like, I don't well, even play, like, the That's the one school. I was I was saying I was playing the remake of, like, two episodes ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. know. I've only played four. I never really followed that franchise. It starts, it actually starts with zero. So Resident Evil zero, and then, and then one, and then um, two, three, and four. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and for, like up till five, it was solid, man. It was really good. I mean, they were really, really freaking hard. Despite so you, the bad voice acting and the horrible controls, like it is just like the best setting for the zombie like a uh, like video game. I don't know. It I is. love no, the it's first true. Game. It's true. But that's what I mean. Like you never hear someone say, "My favorite Resident Evil is one of the offshoots." It's always one of the main ones, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. So I think that goes without a doubt that the offshoots are bad. Uh, what else is happening? Oculus Rift. Remember how no one gave a shit about them because they tried making their stuff exclusive and all the developers had trouble making games for them and then Facebook bought them out and then we haven't heard anything about them since? Yeah. Yeah, apparently a lot of the developers that were working with Oculus Rift to make games for them uh, have stopped and some of them have completely canceled their projects because the, was it, president, I believe, of Oculus Rift? I, people are saying he's a Trump supporter, but he's saying he didn't support Trump. He just paid... He gave, rather, he didn't pay, he gave $10,000 to an anti-Hillary Clinton organization. Okay. And that's why people are pulling their support? 
because they think that's a sign that he's for Trump. So there are a that lot doesn't of mean people, any, lot of That them. doesn't mean anything. And those people that are pulling their support is just like, okay, well then we didn't want your game on VR anyway. Not like it's, I just think politics and video games shouldn't have anything to do with it personally. No. And this is a slippery slope, you guys. Cause Oh man. I, yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw out. That's kind of the only news that Oculus Rift is getting lately. Cause they've definitely, already kind of shitting the bed in the games department since yeah, I'm, the vibes I'm, already leaps and bounds ahead of them. Any bit of VR I I ever invest in in the future is probably not going to be Oculus. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely better with a Vive, and I'm going to check out PlayStation VR whenever it hits, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Since I'm what officially else? getting a PS4. Nice. Ooh. Uh, what else is happening? Oh, movie wa- news. Little, like, video game movie news. Well, first off, the Power Rangers movie, which fucking looks awful. Because they're just going so dark, edgy, hardcore. Like, it's completely serious. There's no... As far as I can tell, there's no sense of humor in it whatsoever. Which is disappointing, because Power Rangers is dumb as shit, and it's super campy and cheesy. And if they try to play it off as cool, they clearly didn't understand Power Rangers. Uh, but Bill Hader is going to be Alpha. I think that's a perfect cast for that character. Well, him and uh, Ben Schwartz actually did the voices for uh, BB-8. BB-8, yep. I so, love Ben Schwartz. Oh, uh, yeah, he's the man. Great. Well, Bill Hader's pretty awesome, too. Yeah, Documentary Now, have you guys ever seen any of that? It's so fucking yeah. good. Oh, uh, it's so bizarre. I love it, though. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to be Alpha. Brian Cranston's going to be Zordon. Elizabeth Banks is going to be uh, Rita Repulsa. Like, it's a huge cast, but it just looks so serious. And it's like a 13-year-old trying to be badass, and it's just like, no watch any scene from any of the old Power Rangers stuff or any of the Konami riders. They're super campy and cheesy. Like the old Adam West Batman, like it wasn't supposed to be serious. So I, <laughs> I hope no one's looking forward to it. At least not in the way I was. Uh, but monster hunter is getting a movie. What? And, and not from like Japan, from Hollywood. Like, no, no. <laughs> oh, what? Uh-oh. This is gonna be so bad. Yeah, I it is. Even, I didn't even hear anything about it. It's gonna suck. <laughs> I I have never played the Monster Hunter games. I wish I had. Like they seem great. I but have, as far as I know, a year of my life invested in just Monster Hunter. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> sure. There's like no story, is there? Like no, I thought it was just, like, there's zero story. That's like making. <laughs> That's like making a movie about Monster Hunter. No. <laughs> God damn it. There's nothing. You just go kill monsters and skin them and make weapons and armor. That's it. That's it. Oh, man. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. It's oh not going to be, especially since it's Hollywood. Like, if it was Japan, it'd be like, all right, they can make something cool with that. I'd like to see that. But it's Hollywood where franchises go to die because they're unoriginal and the production companies have to control everything because they're funding it all. <sighs> I, you know, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. That's what I said with Power Rangers, and look where it's going. Yeah, I was hoping it'd be a fun movie, but they like being serious and badass. Ooh, I just remembered. I got this cool little thing, and I wanted to tell you guys about it because maybe one day you'll get your hands on one. But like, so I had some extra money on my Fiverr account, and I'm like, oh, what's like a little gig that I could just see? Like, they have all sorts of shit on there, like random ass stuff. And this one was like, oh, I'll give you like this little thing that makes it capable for you to see holograms on your phone. And I was like, for five bucks? Hell yeah. So I got this thing. It shipped like in a week, it was, and it was from China. But it's literally these four little clear panels that kind of mm-hmm. fold up to make like this kind of like upside down tr- uh, pyramid shape. And then yep. at the top of the pyramid, you put this uh, kind of suction cup. So then you place that suction cup in the center of your phone. And there's so many different YouTube videos that you can look up. But just like Google on your – or just go on the YouTube and type in hologram, hologram projector. And there's so many different videos. And once you uh, set it all up, you get this amazing 3D hologram image projected off of your phone inside of the pyramid it's actually quite interesting and i i'm grateful to own one but it it loses its value pretty quickly because it, it was definitely only worth five dollars so don't like get too hype but it is cool to be able to witness little holograms on your own yeah i think that's like a step in the right direction for the technology but i don't think that it that itself that item is going to actually like be 
you know, revolutionary is going to change a lot. I think it's going to be a stepping stone for. Yes, I, I know what you mean. It just basically makes it capable for anybody, your average person, to be like, now I can see a hologram. But like, no, it's not going to be the mainstream way of like, yeah, if they if they want to have holograms, that's basically you'd have to set a TV on the floor and then have like this upside down like fucking pyramid yeah. or something. Like, no, that you're. I see what you're saying. It's pretty much how they made a uh, Tupac at Coachella, like what four years ago or something. Oh yeah, but now it's on your phone. Interesting. You can have Tupac on your phone. <laughs> cool. Uh, but also, speaking of the video game uh, movie news, Firewatch is also becoming a movie. Oh, see, and that's the game I didn't get to play. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the game I have in my backlog. That's the game I bought but didn't get to play. Fuck my life. That's the game I don't think should be a movie because it's already kind of a movie. Yeah. It's, it's like a walking simulator. There's not a lot of action. It's a very story. Like, it's all about the communication between the main character and the, what's her name, Delilah, the other character, through walkie-talkie. So, like, I don't think it'll be interesting as a movie. I think it's really dependent on the video game medium to tell that story. Me too. I agree a thousand percent. That might be a pretty crappy movie. I think it will be, because some people think the game is pretty crappy, but I don't know. It's very polarizing, the game. Yeah. Well, and the, it depends on the budget, though, because they're going to try their best to make it interesting. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think they've announced uh, financing company Good Universe. I, I don't think they've announced who they're working with yet for the movie. So I don't know if it's going to be like a big budget, you know, Lionsgate or Universal Pictures. All right. Well, let's play I Was the Walrus. I came up with one idea and it's kind of a callback to a previous I was walrus and it was while I was playing Deus Ex. I like I love exploring in Deus Ex and I found this like box of cereal and I was like, this looks ridiculous. And it was called Kuzoni Street Tech. And I guess that's like Czech Republic or something. But and the tagline for the cereal was suspiciously delicious. And I was like, what the fuck? So it, just thinking about that, what is in your cereal that you wouldn't expect to be? done okay i'm good all right guys round one what's suspiciously delicious three two one go people oh god damn it uh small one inch cans of of earlobes <laughs> what the fuck so they're of the same lobes. answer <laughs> <laughs> oh wow that's a good point <laughs> god damn it i was thinking wait, wait, wait. someone what if mine are people but without earlobes? Yeah, we cut off the earlobes. We send it to Mark's company. He puts oh in cans. no, we both win. No, no. And the crazy thing is, uh, like, Brent's cereals like advertise like earlobeless. My, it, it's called Soylent Blue. No longer Soylent Green. God. Wink. Ugh. Uh, we all know I love the show Hannibal, and we all know I hate people. Yeah, we, we have too many people. It's an infinite resource. We'll never run out of it. That's what I mean. Let's put it to good use. I can't. I can't escape cannibalism on this one. This sucks. Because, like, I was seriously <laughs> thinking one of you guys should have said meth or something. Because it's like, yeah, you'll keep eating their cereal. Like, all right. I mean, the people might have meth in their system still. Yeah. You don't know that. We're picking these people off the street and then just chopping them up. Yeah. I, like, we don't know what goes in them. Good point. Um, yeah, but mine's, mine doesn't go bad because it's canned. It's canned. It's just seals in cartilage. <laughs> no, it's the lobe. It's just, it's just pure lobe meat. Oh, Some lobe meat. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, and they're in cans, so it's like pre-canned earlobes. Yeah, but in they're really tiny cans. <laughs> How many lobes are in each can? Is it like one lobe a can? Uh that's it's um, so wasteful. I'd no, I'd say like probably like four or five. That's how four or five. big the cans are. So Mark's Mark is like the brand cereal that you have to buy the like grain cereal and the mushroom separate, and then mix them together once you get them. 
and mine's like the Lucky Charms brand where it's all mixed together already. And on that concept it, it's alone, it's super not healthy for you. Oh, and on that concept alone, I'm going with Marks only because your bloody human parts are going to be mixing in with my cereal, and at least the can is keeping the ear lubes <laughs> off of my like fucking marshmallows, <laughs> so I can like separate like a fucking freak I am. They're not bloody, but when you add the milk, the milk turns red because of the dye in the people. Yeah, there we go. Well, hey, I'm solving the human problem and the homeless problem and the hunger problem all in one go. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe Bren is admirable, but I doubt it. Uh, all right. So <laughs> I think that... admirals are. I think the ranged is better. <laughs> yeah. Well, that brings us to round two. Um, let's see here. Pragmatic to an unhealthy degree. I was thinking, like, I don't know. I'm not sure if many of us, like, out of us three, we go to the gym often. Maybe Mark <laughs> does, but I know me and Bren don't. Uh, I- I exercise mostly by running and skateboarding. Okay, so. I try to jog every now and then, so I'm with you there. But so it's it's f- fact to say that we're not gym people, gym rats. No, uh, no, not really. Okay, so that being said, please explain to me the weirdest workout that you could imagine someone doing. So, like, you, I, whether that be you or you're seeing someone doing it. I think I got one. All right. Okay, I think I'm ready. Alright, guys, we're at round two. Please explain to me a strange workout. Three, two, one, go. Push mills. You do push-ups on the treadmill and try not to die. What the fuck? <laughs> Mine are called uh, rolling butt clenches. <laughs> and and you uh, you bring a se- your own segue to the gym. And you... Uh, <laughs> And you, you know, have, everyone's got their own segue. <laughs> yeah. And you have to stick a turkey baster up your butt and use and you and you get two free weights and you're only allowed to navigate the segue with using your feet. You can't touch the handles and you have to pump air. <laughs> and if, <laughs> if you <laughs> At least someone's getting kicked out of this. <laughs> he sure is. So it wouldn't be a segue if you can't use your hands. It would be one of those hoverboard things. Yeah, that that's a better description. Yeah, it, but but if you fart, then you, you have to... <laughs> there's, I don't know what the penalty no, go is. Ahead. Yeah, I, I, Keep okay. going, Mark, please. No, I want to hear the rest of this. We don't need to, because it doesn't make any put, sense. And I don't put want that to improv training this. good use. Yes and. Yes and. No. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going with push mills, only because I, I would actually like to see someone try that because it sounds impossible. And then, like, the funny thing is, you'd probably only be able to get one push up in by the time you're pushed off at the end. And then you have to go all the way to the front again and then do another push up and then you're pushed off. So that'd be pretty fucking hilarious to see someone trying to do that and actually make it seem like they're trying to get a workout doing that. And the one with, like, you're not going to go into a gym and see someone with a turkey baster up their ass, Mark. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I'm on a segue. I'm, I'm, on a segue. <laughs> I'm sure someone actually has tried to do push-ups on a treadmill. There's a lot of people fucking themselves up, like, trying to work out videos out there. So, God, there's so many. Yeah. If you don't know how to use something at a gym, just ask someone. Don't be a bitch and, like, take pride in it. Just stop trying to break yourself in half. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many videos of people Ooh, hurting Watching themselves. too much OK Go, probably. Um, <laughs> Ooh, all right. nice, wow, that's nice a callback two- from 97 yeah. or 2007. <laughs> 97, I win. 2006, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Oh, wow, I was actually pretty close. I was guessing. No, they, they're, uh, uh, while we're talking about them, they had some fucking awesome music videos. One of their more later ones was the one where they were like in zero gravity and shit. Like, so cool. Anyway. Oh, they do crazy stuff. Um, they're a good band. It's just a very dated reference. It is. Uh, let's see. Round three here. I'm still living in the past. Uh, I do have a final category, and I'm interested to see. The reason I bring it up is tonight's the great debate amongst Dil- oh, Hillary Oh, boy, this and is going to go over great. We love politics on this show. Oh, I don't. But no, but the funny thing is I just want you guys to give me your, let's say, Brandon Mark are running for president. What is your presidential campaign slogan? So we all know Trump's Make America Great Again. Like, what? How would you phrase what you want to do to this country? What I want to do to it? Oh, God. Well, it, Great. I, see, I, uh, I nope, phrased that terribly. Nope. Just tell me what your slogan is. Bend it over the table and take it from behind. Brennan McCullough, 2016. Okay. Because that's what I want to do to this country. God damn it. I think both candidates want to. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. 
We should. You're doing probably... very well, Mark. Yeah. You're doing well. Oh, you, you have yourself. no idea how how bad. This I is. do. Doug doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're triggering Mark right now, Doug. You're triggering. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like snapping the arm off your chair. <laughs> I, I snap my own arm off. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Like a piccolo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Do you ever think he gets bored and he's like, hey guys, check this out. <laughs> he just rips his arm off. Oh my god, piccolo, why? And then like an hour later, just shoots back out. I know, that's pretty badass. I feel like these answers... I feel like everything that's coming to mind is like way too serious. Like I just made an answer about sticking a turkey baster up my ass on a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm, like, considering what I want for our nation. Yeah, I was going to be, like, the, the Mark's answer is, like, be nice, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, my opinion on pro-loaf and pro-choice? It's like, I'm sorry, didn't you just talk about shoving a chick, uh, kitchen utensil up your asshole, like, <laughs> seconds ago? My balls haven't been on the internet yet. Brennan McCullough, 2016. Okay, I'm ready. That can't be true. All right. <laughs> um, all right. I don't think they have. Have they? <laughs> uh... We made it to round three, guys. Let's see who's our winner today. Uh, what's your presidential campaign slogan? Three, two, one, go. Y'all fucked up. Brendan McCullough, 2020. Five feet deep and five feet wide. Dig them up, up, on, dig it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Fuck you, you get a holes reference. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Who's your vice president? Stanley Yelnats? <laughs> yes! Zero. Yes! No, it's zero. <laughs> of course it's zero. He's the smart one. Oh, my God. My, so that was a Holes reference? Yeah, you know it's the movie Holes? The holes? Yes. Or the, and the book Holes. <laughs> I did read it's the book. Did. I didn't see the movie. <laughs> my platform is based on the movie and book Holes by by Lewis Sacker. <laughs> what was, wait, what's the sploosh? Uh, no, yeah, yeah that was the yeah, name of that sploosh. purple beverage or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, it tastes like peaches or whatever. <laughs> oh god, so dumb. I'm just trying to mine, think. Mine's simple. Wait, mine's y'all fucked up. Because if I'm running for president and I'm actually a candidate and I'm a possible choice, that means shit has gone real bad. Well, that's that means like the worst thing has imaginable has happened. Yeah, and uh, wait, say yours again, Mark. Just because I didn't really, it's just what. It just, it's whole reference. That's all it is. Five feet deep and five feet wide. Dig them up, up, up on, dig it. Okay, and the worst thing about that is it doesn't explain anything. All it does is generate <laughs> more questions. And I know! What I like about Breads is it's like kind of the situation we're in where everyone's like, oh yeah, we're pretty fucked. We have these two candidates nobody wants to pick from, and we're just going to have to accept it. So I'm accepting Bren as president, and he's the winner of today. No! I'm burning this bitch to the ground. I am wiping the Midwest clean off the map, except for Kansas and Nebraska, because I got friends out there. Oh, gotta take back those nuclear codes. Thanks for playing, guys. Nope. Nope. Still no! Like- <laughs> All right. Well, that was I Was Walrus. I will be forcing cannibal cereal on Everyone. Oh fuck! I shouldn't Can- have done cannibalo- this. What have Cannibalos. I done? At least mine was kind of optional. Uh, don't vote for Brent. The best part of waking up is your neighbor in your bowl. Ugh, that was too bad. <laughs> All right, well, it, that leads us right to plugs. Uh, where can we find Brent's neighbor besides your bowl? <laughs> I mean, I don't know where the fuck my neighbors doing. I'll talk to them. Okay, These people are weird. But how about you? Want to have a lives? Uh, ABTS Bruno on Twitter. Uh, what else we got? Got Pinecast. Yep, you do it for free or for five bucks a month. It's super cheap. If you hate our podcast so much, do one better. I don't know. I might listen to yeah, it. Yeah, probably not. Stop telling them to do that because they will. Uh, and then <laughs> I would love that. Please, if you can make us stop doing this, please. Do oh, it. okay. There we go. Uh, how about you, Mark? I'm Mark Choi. I'm watching Heroes season one on DVD. No, and- don't tease yourself like that. It only gets worse. Yeah, but it's the tenth year anniversary of it, so Don't I'm do doing it. another. I'm doing another season one rewatch. It's like watching like Jericho. A, oh, <laughs> yes. I actually oh, re- I rewatched that last week. You watch that every week. Yeah, and I reread the comics uh, yesterday. Actually. There we go. The, 
That's like watching like a documentary on like soldiers going to like Pearl Harbor and be like, man, nothing bad's gonna happen to them. It's like, no, like I can't <laughs> stop them. I know something terrible's gonna happen and I can't stop it. <laughs> and uh, Mark Lee Hackslaw on Twitter. Totally. And listener, if you like our show at all, like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handles ABT Silence. Uh, please give us a subscribe on iTunes too. If you're not already subscribed, tell some friends and. Yeah, if you're into Twitch streaming, I, I, I mentioned it earlier, you can find us at twitch.tv slash abtsilence every Tuesday and Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But thanks so much for tuning in if you did, and we will see you guys next week. If you didn't, go fuck yourself. Yeah, later. Whoa!